In this world of cutthroat competition, what exactly sets us apart? And how exactly does our mindset help us? If you have these questions as well, stay tuned because that is what we learned today. Hello everyone, welcome to the One Take Show. My name is Kausup Srivastava. I'm your host. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today we are in conversation with a very special guest. Our guest today is Mr. Chaitanya Puri. Mr. Puri is a life and a business coach, a neuro-linguistic practitioner, a relationship guide, writer and a public speaker. Sir has worked almost for a decade as a practicing litigator in High Court of Delhi and Supreme Court of India. He has then transitioned into a field of personal development and he has realized his ultimate passion where it is about helping people achieve the best versions of their goals so that they can add value in their lives it is with this principle that today we talk about the idea of building a bulletproof mindset if you like this episode make sure you like share and follow the podcast if you have any suggestions feedbacks make sure you reach out to me i would absolutely love that hence ladies and gentlemen Without further ado, let's jump right into the conversation with Mr. Chaitanya Nepuri right here on the One Take Show. Hello sir, welcome to the One Take Show. I am so excited and so happy that you could find time to record this session with me. I've been following your work and I've been so inspired not because of the consciousness that you try to disseminate amongst people who are a part of this industry or a part of other industries as well but the kind of connect that people have with you so thank you so much sir for taking time out I'm really excited for our conversation today completely my pleasure kostav thank you so much for you also taking time it's a saturday afternoon for you i understand <laughs> so thank you so much sir so before we begin and we uh, try and talk about the various aspects of uh, of the teachings that you talk about i would love to know about your journey with law what was your journey with mm-hmm. law what motivated you to take law in the very first place uh, how was mm-hmm. your experience in law school and eventually what what influenced you to uh, then shift the set path eventually i would love to know the entire story and you brought up so many good memories so uh, i finished my law school in india and went to uh, london to complete my masters in law uh, been a lawyer for 8 years of my life and since then i did many cases in civil and criminal law for individuals families couples businesses uh, some multinational companies uh, in my law experience i realized that many cases could have been you know like within a few meetings be compromised or just settled but they went on unnecessarily got dragged on because there was a lack of skill to communicate uh, narrow mindsets and an inability to see the larger picture so when i was in the legal field i used to feel very curious about the human behavior and the psychology behind it that's why i started gaining knowledge in this field all these years so in it, it initially started as an interest cost but uh, i soon realized that my passion lay in the field of personal development and once you narrow down your you know finding your real purpose in life it should be a very organic next step to walk down that path for example in my case i dealt with existential questions like many of us do today you know and in that process of finding um, and improving myself through the field of 
psychology self help etc i i understood that in the, the the mindset of you know fulfilled and successful people is not something that they're born with it's a learnable skill you know you have to practice that so once i understood this i realized that my ultimate passion lay in helping people achieve their best versions and their goals so that i could create some value in the lives of people that was really my you know inspiration behind completely shifting into this field of personal development but my journey in law has been extremely rewarding as well especially the associations that i've made in over a decade uh, i have friends and mentors from whom i've learned so much over the years and uh, so i think i i i wouldn't have had it any other way right so that's that's a very inspiring story to know that you've uh, you've had this uh, this entire journey that has in a way uh, contributed to where you are and what you've achieved today and that is an that is a very important point that i would like to take away from that uh, which brings me to my first uh, first question which i have picked up from various talks that you've had recently you've talked about belief system you've talked about empowering yeah. and disempowering belief system and uh, this is this is something that affects a lot of people so i would like to know a little bit more about what exactly do you mean uh, by belief system and how does that impact professionals in our field hmm so actually uh, before we look at belief systems let let's start with what is a belief so belief is is like a it's like a guiding principle you know or a feeling of being certain about something it's a foundation of every action or every inaction that you take in your life a collection of all your beliefs make it a belief system so your life is a manifestation of your belief system and the decisions that you take as a result of it there are you know those sometimes you hear those voices in your head tell you you're not good enough you don't deserve this you're not worthy or sometimes you may hear them say positive things like life is good or you're a, you know you're a champ now that voice is your belief system so all the decisions that we make that shape our lives are subconsciously an extension of our belief system and these decisions make us who we are any decision in fact which is contrary to our belief system will be resisted by it so beliefs now you spoke about empowering and disempowering so beliefs are of two types first is empowering beliefs and the second is disempowering beliefs empowering beliefs are literally beliefs that give you power and strength you know they provide you with a positive and a motivating mindset is that voice in your head which tells you that you can be or do absolutely anything on the other hand a disempowering belief is something that will will judge you it will criticize you it's that nagging voice in your head that tells you you're not smart enough you don't deserve love you don't have enough you don't have enough will power you don't have what it takes to succeed so there are you know a bundle of empowering and disempowering beliefs that we all have but the idea is really to flush out the disempowering ones and retain and grow the empowering beliefs right sir uh, so the concept the idea of belief system essentially determines our behavior it also determines how we approach our everyday activities this is very important especially for law students or the fresh law aspirants because our industry obviously is very competition ridden it is there is a cutthroat competition across the universities or across the professions which uh, hmm. breeds a ground for a lot of toxic feelings and a to- toxic understandings for example jealousy or uh, hmm. or low self esteem self doubt and all these feelings i believe right. at some point of time you might have encountered them as well i would love to know how you have dealt with them and how could you somehow create a situation where you flourished as well as created ground for others to flourish as well 
so i think like any other youngster i also felt those challenges you know first hand i uh, the minute you walk into a profession no matter how many years of study you have backed up you it's it's a new challenge altogether because it's just a different game you know you're out in the open everything's new experiences are fresh and uh, you're trying out things for the first time but over time what i realized was that to get to the top in any industry cost of regardless of it being law or whatever it is there will always be cutthroat competition that situation which creates that situ- you know uh, that mindset and why is that because everyone wants it but there are some people who want it a little more than others right and some of those people are willing to be flexible with their rules so you may not have any control over how another person reacts when you succeed nor should you i mean it's actually that person's agency to behave whichever way they want to behave it's that person's belief system but what you have control over is how graceful you are in your journey so in my experience as a litigator and a life and business coach i've noticed that 9 out of 10 times if you are dignified in your approach and not be petty it does not go unnoticed it may may it may take time but it always take time to build a reputation so once you've established a reputation of being giving and respectful even in defeat many people around you start adjusting their behaviors to be aligned with yours or at least they'll try and hide their dissatisfaction better you know that toxicity will kind of seep out a little bit so if there are people who exhibit toxic behavior and are not able to disguise jealousy look at it like this that it's actually a dead giveaway of their own insecurities once you start seeing such toxic conduct as a weakness in others you'll stop looking at it as a personal attack now having said that i truly believe that healthy competition is something that must be encouraged why because it simply helps bring out the best in us you know we all try to be our best and when we all try to be our best we all grow see all humans have this internal radar to know when somebody is toxic negative insecure or to also find out when somebody is the complete opposite meaning they're exhibiting positivity a tip that i would like to give here is that since mentors and seniors play a very integral role in the legal profession i would highly recommend choosing a workplace or a chamber or a senior or a firm whatever that exhibits confidence security and grace personally this has really helped me so yeah so that will really help you keep toxicity at bay right so because that is that makes me feel a lot more empathetic towards the situation of the others and try to uh, have a holistic view over the situation so that i don't get bogged down by my own personal feelings over the situation probably give me a, a better understanding how to deal with them that's very interesting this brings me to a very interesting concept that you have introduced recently it is called having a mindset which is bulletproof in nature and this mm. bulletproof mindset somehow makes us a uh, much more stronger in order to deal with our challenges in order to become uh, the kind of person that we want to become to achieve our goals that we wanted to achieve so i would love to True. know for our listeners that what exactly is this bulletproof mindset and how can someone like uh, a law student or a law aspirant can achieve the same all right so this being bulletproof uh, was basically one of the themes that i had in one of my webinars and the idea behind this is really to load yourself with empowering beliefs and 
flush out the disempowering beliefs which eventually makes you bulletproof right your belief system becomes so solid so being bulletproof is basically to solidify your mindset your belief system and attitude to not just survive in difficult times but thrive right because when you're under pressure in in some sort of a way you know in this profession will throw a lot of pressure at you what will be in your hands is only your belief system and how you act basis that belief system so essentially when you're bulletproof you keep growing despite problems around you so the question is how do you become bulletproof there are basically two steps to this break your disempowering beliefs and build your empowering okay now uh, for breaking your disempowering beliefs i kind of suggest four steps for this okay the first step is very simple everybody can do it everybody should do it grab a pen and a paper and like make three columns in it in the first column write down your goals could be a financial goal personal goal professional goal relationship goal whatever it is in the first column just write down your goals second column against that goal write down what your inner voice tells you to convince you that you cannot achieve these goals basically in the second column you need to write down what you tell yourself to convince yourself that i cannot achieve the goal written in the first column okay and for the for the time being don't write anything in the third column we'll get to that later the second column once you write it down you will realize is your disempowering belief now after the podcast is over i re- i would request you and your listeners to fill up that table with each of your goals and a corresponding disempowering belief that stops you from achieving it the the thing here is also that if you don't tackle your disempowering beliefs now you will carry these for the rest of your life so the first step is to identify a disempowering belief and only then will you be able to eliminate it once you identify it you need to create doubts in the logic of your disempowering belief okay uh if there is an if there is a disempowering belief in you that i am not liked by many people okay a lot of people have that doubt especially in moments when they're feeling low i need you to attack the disempowering belief you know ask yourself has everybody who's ever been in touch with me come and told me directly they don't like me or maybe there could be a scenario where those people may be having a difficult day themselves you know and they did not have the bandwidth to really look at my feelings at that day or have i always gone out of the way to make them feel special and appreciated so when you create these doubts and ask those questions to the disempowering belief you notice that the majority of your beliefs are really made up in your mind the third step that i suggest is you need to check your state there are so many states that we you know undergo during the day uh, physical and mental there'll be positive states like hope excitement joy curiosity fulfillment and there'll similarly be some negative states anger frustration insecurity uh, toxicity unworthiness shame jealousy so many things now this step basically requires to be aware of the state wherein okay just very simply put a good state of mind it creates a conducive environment for an empowering belief and a negative state will often lead us to cultivate a disempowering belief if you're you know if you're arguing with someone or for that matter it may even happen during your moods so if you're presenting an argument and there is a contrary view that's presented to you there is a, there is often this resistance at that time that you will not be open to something else because at that time you are consumed with the mindset of being proved right right so you are in a bad state of mind you are not in a conducive state of mind 
conducive for your empowering belief so what we do is this this is something we do even in our in our relationships we end up taking bad decisions because of a negative state of mind and in this combination of bad decisions plus a bad state it can lead to a disempowering belief about relationships or partners in general and we end up carrying such disempowering beliefs and emotional baggages to our future relationships as well so when you start becoming more aware of your state and how you are reacting in that state you'll notice that you'll have the ability to consciously mold your beliefs as well the last step is something that uh, you know something that everybody should be aware of at all times and that is everything can be solved this is something which uh, anybody who is even considering stepping into the legal profession must be aware of that everything has a solution okay the most difficult of situations will also have a solution and achievers understand that no problem is permanent but a lot of us end up taking a small problem and making them permanent see there will be problems don't get me wrong in this profession there will be a lot of problems but don't dwell on them for an unhealthy amount of time because you'll just end up getting stuck there so if there is a disempowering belief in you it's either because you don't know what to do about it or you feel unprepared to deal with it so ask yourself how can i solve this you know and you you need to throw some problem solving questions like how can i solve this how can i grow from this how can i enjoy the process of growth and learning from this experience rather than thinking why does this always happen to me why does the other person always get lucky you know so those are those are just problem creating questions so use problem solving questions rather than problem creating questions so once you use the four steps of uh, identifying your disempowering belief creating doubt in them checking your state and and modulating your state improving your state and knowing that everything can be solved you will be able to break every disempowering belief so the next step is then how do you build a an empowering belief quickly i give you four steps for that first very important thing which i think every law student is already on path of expanding your knowledge every time we learn something new which is positive or helps us get closer to our goals it's another coin that we add to our belief system piggy bank that's a term i love using the bigger your piggy bank the more resources you have so expanding knowledge is critical to help you grow and clean your belief systems there's an example i often give about uh, a glass of dirty water all right now if i want to clean the glass of dirty water the method is to pump in clean water right so that the glass of dirty water eventually i mean the dirty water gets flushed out from the glass so the dirty water is your disempowering belief and the clean water that you will pump into the glass is your empowering belief so make sure you have a constant inflow of empowering beliefs that flush out the disempowering beliefs and expanding knowledge helps pumping in empowering beliefs the second uh, step to build an empowering belief is to check your environment you are the average of the five people you spend most time with that's something that we've all heard so many times but we really underestimate this is this goes a long way to decide how your belief system will shape up so you surround yourself with people who are driven who are motivated and you notice how you start thinking like that. the idea is to let your environment be empowering at all times so if you pick up a job in a chamber or or start working under a senior or you know apply for a place in a 
uh, in a firm try and pick a team where where you see that drive that motivation to just be something that nobody else has ever become at a smaller level if i were to give an example if you spend a lot of time with a person who understands the importance of reading you will also start appreciating and absorbing that belief system as well so your environment plays a crucial role in cultivating your belief systems okay another step the third step would be to shift perspectives of past experiences sometimes we develop negative beliefs because of a painful past experience if you worked with a boss in your past you may you know and and if you worked with a difficult boss say in the past or interned under somebody who may have felt difficult or say studying under a professor who seems difficult sometimes you may develop a belief that people in position of power are, are unpleasant people now we we can't really change what's happened in the past all right but we can certainly shift our perspectives to look at how we can benefit from them right there will be times in your say in your first mood for example it's not like that 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 presentation would not be the best presentation of your life but when you look at it from hindsight you know with you know with the, the fresher perspective with a more positive perspective you notice that maybe i could have done this better maybe i could have said this in this manner right so that's the idea here so your past painful experiences also have to go through that reframing so give yourself that opportunity to look within you know yourself and grow so instead of thinking say all people who are in position of power are unpleasant think that happened to me once but that has no connection to my capabilities and therefore i will continue to add value wherever i work or wherever i study because that's my belief system and the fourth point would be uh, break your own belief barriers the story of uh, mr roger banister that i keep sharing uh, i i love the story so i'll quickly just take a few more seconds so until may of 1954 the record of running a mile was over 4 minutes all right in the world medical professionals in fact declared that it was physically impossible for humans to complete one mile in less than 4 minutes now this at that time was believed to be a fact once when when it's a fact it becomes a part of people's belief system now this person roger banister wanted to break this so called fact so he practiced and during his practices he simply imagined reaching the finishing line in 3 minutes and 59 seconds he turned out to be the first human to have run a mile within 4 minutes and completed it at exactly 3 minutes and 59 seconds so he single handedly broke an entire disempowering belief system by many the miraculous thing is that once he broke that barrier 16 other people ran a mile under 4 minutes that year now that happened because roger banister broke a limiting belief barrier so you too must break limiting belief barriers for yourself the more barriers you are able to break the more confidence you will gain in your ability to come through even in difficult times such as what we are going through right now and especially as a law student you know when you say when you intern at so many other places you will kind of look at people around you somewhere you might feel a little intimidated somewhere you might feel overwhelmed but it's at that time that you need to engage this muscle and realize that every belief can be broken especially a negative one so when you start breaking that negative limiting belief for yourself you'll start realizing that everything is solvable 
and as you keep progressing in your in your relationships in your profession in your uh, you know your your goals with respect to your body your finances everything you will realize that every barrier can be overcome and that will certainly certainly add a lot to your confidence the slightly long answer but uh, i thought it was important to no sir put it, it was, all up it was absolutely necessary because i i can i can connect all the dots as to how i can build my self confidence and my self image using these techniques how i can change my perspectives to multiple situations that have affected me in the past and are going to affect me in the future how i can change how i approach them how i handle them and how i somehow tackle them uh, step by step by having this mindset of, uh, of 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 removing the disempowering beliefs and inculcating the empowering beliefs which in a sense make me stronger this this in a sense allows me to ask you uh, one of the last set of questions but a very important set of question is that uh, like a lot of law students who are first generation lawyers we experience a lot of uh, anxiety we feel a lot of we is really scared to enter field let's say like litigation because it is a very uh, it's an industry which is not really conducive for first generation lawyers and uh, you've talked about the importance of skills uh, in every person who uh, should excel in a particular field you talked about importance of communication importance of various other such skills my very basic and straightforward question to you coming from a very selfish place is that if <laughs> someone is to grow and someone is to increase their chances of success what all skills should they inculcate uh not just very profession specific not just legal profession specific but the certain skills that should make us more uh, conducive to success and uh, something that we should inculcate in ourselves especially during times like lockdown when we have time to our disposal i think uh, more than say physical skills uh, we can really club this in the category of a mindset shift because that really covers all of it so how you can become stronger uh, with your mindset shift uh, especially in this profession i i remember a, you know one of my very dear seniors in uh, when i had just started out once told me that this is a uh, you know this is a very rewarding profession but also very merciless one and at that time i i was also first generation lawyer so i took it with a pinch of salt all right fine we'll see you know i feel i'm good i'll all right so <laughs> very quickly we learned to be humble you may feel like a king one day and you may be shown your place the next day so the highs and lows of this profession swing very well one thing you can do to you know uh, develop mentally is to create an anchor internally that keeps you stable all right because things around you in the profession and even the lockdown these are things that are happening beyond your your current control so what's happening outside is not something in your control but what you can do for yourself inside is something that's in your control in my experience uh, and i've really thought a lot about this there are certain mental traits that really help you stay afloat and make you stronger in difficult times and in not so difficult times all right and if you just have those mental traits aligned keep going over them over and over again you'll realize that it's not that difficult all right so i have i have like maybe 6 to 8 points that i want to discuss and uh, that's something because that's something that's personally really really helped me so the first one is uh, you need to respect the grind okay so this is a bitter pill but this profession requires you to work very very hard 
it requires you to expand your mental capabilities on a regular basis all right there's no if you want to really thrive here there is no comfort zone for your mental capabilities it always has to be stretched there'll be times when you would enjoy the work and there'll be times when you would maybe not find it enjoyable at all but you need to understand that it's the good work combined with the work that you may not always want to do you know to get you where you want to be so from the get go learn to respect the process learn to respect the grind including the good and the bad it's a package the next step would be patience you may be a top dog in your law school days you know everyone's felt that that i'm the senior i know my stuff performing well doing extracurriculars killing it but you enter the profession as a speck of dust sounds harsh but have patience to create space for yourself it takes time people have invested decades learning this craft so why should you get to jump the line so develop patience because one way or another you will have to learn it uh another point that comes to mind is uh, uh optimism nobody will have the time to molly coddle you and tell you about the spark that they see in your eyes you don't you know you need to do that for yourself you need to be your own coach also sometimes at the end of a grueling day that optimism that you feed yourself will help you spring out of bed the next day into another grueling day all right uh the next step would be a deliberate plan okay i encountered encountered many people in the legal fraternity who had no real plan about how they wanted to design and construct their careers they were okay with just going with the flow or reacting to circumstances many are not deliberate about it but those who are sure of what they want always seem to be content because they find a real yardstick to measure how far away from their plan they are okay so it's always better to deliberately plan your career the fifth point would be uh, have clarity of thought i'm speaking from the experience of a litigator because that's what i've done when you argue before a judge don't expect them to know the brief as well as you do firstly they have like 80 matters to get through every day you should be able to explain the matter to a judge in five lines okay starting from who you are or who you are representing what are you seeking how do you have a right to that and how were you deprived of that all right these four main things in five lines should, should be some, it should be so clear in your head all right the clarity should be to the extent that even a 10 year old child should be able to be immersed in that story when that clarity is missing you lose the judge instantly okay uh the next step would be uh, keep your ethics clean and this is this is something that i really really stress upon from the very beginning itself you must tie your identity to having a good sense of ethics see this is a profession that lets you practice for as long as you live when you look back at your legal career ideally it should be something that uh, makes you feel proud respected and at peace with yourself if your ethics are loosely held somewhere it it will create a mental turmoil maybe later and that that sort of turmoil and baggage is not is not worth it when when all is said and done uh another lesson which also ties in with patience be thick skinned easy to understand 
you will be scolded you will be scoffed at you will probably be politely insulted many many times in court and this is regardless of how many times you may have won the vienna moot in your college days okay rejections are a part and parcel of this profession and in life in general do not personalize it it will be difficult but consistently keep reminding yourself that every top lawyer has had their fair shares of share of reprimands and remember it's the price you pay for growth no pain no gain so it's it's that price you pay for growth all right so have develop a thick skin if you don't already have one and the last point would be uh which is something that i think has really really helped me stop comparing yourself with others everyone has their own journey in this profession some people will have a head start maybe their contacts or whichever way and some will not have a head start don't let that defeat you in the beginning it's not a race it's your independent run so run at your own pace with blinders on your eyes with a focus on your personal goals if you develop these mental you know traits that we discussed 100% you will be able to create a reliable anchor internally reliable anchor for yourself that will ensure that you become stronger in the field of law and as a personal in person in general yeah right sir i believe <laughs> this was possibly one of the most personal conversations that i've had where i could actually talk about the real uh, issues that have affected law students on a much more personal level not just academically or career wise but stuff that has uh, motivated us demotivated us in the past a very very fruitful conversation i'm really really glad uh, do you have any message for our for our listeners uh, who would be watching this and would be learning so much from this conversation i think uh, something that you know uh, if i could just quickly maybe what when i look back at my law days and uh my law school days there is something that really helped me keep an internal check apart from developing mental traits it what i did was i ensured that my self of my self of identity my 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 idea of who i am was something that i kept very very grounded and very very solid and uh i used to engage a couple of uh, things you know that to, to just ensure that i keep doing that with myself uh one was i i always try to have a growth mindset okay i always sought you know consistent progress and being better than the previous day even if it's just by 1% but just keep trying to get a little better little better every day over time you will see that compound uh the second thing that i uh, did for myself which i think is something that the sooner the better you start is you develop standards for yourself you have basically standards are something that we we are willing to accept for ourselves okay if you have a high standard of fitness you will ensure that you know you work out regularly or eat healthily similarly people with a high standard of academic performance are deliberate about their study or work schedule so you develop a higher standard for yourself don't look at what people have their standards as around you you develop a higher standard okay a short short way of developing of of uh, inviting success in your life would be if you keep assessing those standards and keep raising that bar for that standard 
another thing would be uh, treat others the way you are willing to be treated we understand this so you develop consideration for people develop empathy for people treat others with respect always and always always add value to whatever you're doing don't just show up as a pretty face simply showing up is a waste of your time is a waste of everybody else's time add value to whatever you do okay it could be even for your loved ones could be in law school it could be at work whatever you do okay think beyond yourself practice integrity now this is a very uh, as profession will provide you a lot of leeway in terms of how much integrity you wish to impose on yourself in almost a decade of law practice you will come across like like i did many legal professionals but the ones you will truly remember and respect are the people who exhibited integrity and it 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 would become a part of their reputation and the entire fraternity respects that about those people so uphold a high degree of integrity for yourself another would be uh, take responsibility for your mistakes you will make mistakes big and small they are an integral part of life instead of seeing them as failures see them as stepping stones or lessons for a better version of you so people generally resist you know when they make a mistake they don't want to own it so i suggest you own it take responsibility responsibility for it apologize to the ones who got affected and make it right and the last one would perhaps be uh, react smarter you must have the power over your emotions and your reactions don't you know you don't you don't control your situations uh, of how other people will react but how you react is something that's completely in your control so stop personalizing or victimizing yourself even if you're in law school oh i don't have i'm a first generation this and this i don't have this many contacts no stop personalizing or victimizing yourself react smarter and keep your eye on the larger goal what what whatever goal you set for yourself keep your eye on the larger goal yeah right sir i <laughs> i believe this was absolutely necessary and so gold so so beautiful for everyone who would listen to this podcast now will add so much value they will learn so much i have learned so much this has been a very i will come off clean this has been a very selfish endeavor for me as well i've learned so much from this conversation thank you so much sir for taking time out thank you so much for accepting my invitation in the very first place uh, i had a wonderful wonderful time i hope you had a good time too likewise costo this was actually an absolute uh, pleasure and i hope you keep uh, you know uh, just doing this uh, over the years keep improving uh, what you already have done and it's such great work that you've done over the years and i i truly truly wish you all the best and i hope we stay in touch and uh, we also you know reminisce about this uh, struggle in your life and this grind that you're going through because i i'm sure that you have a very bright right sir i i will make it a point that i will stay in touch with you because i'm sure i will be needing a lot more of guidance and i believe all my listeners will need a lot more of guidance so we will make the point that we'll stay in touch with you with everything that you uh, put out for us to learn from and uh, thank you so much sir thank you so much for this opportunity today anytime anytime if if somebody who wishes to seek some guidance and not able to find me just go to my website chatanyapuri.com you have all the details there my social media accounts so that's the best way to get in touch with me but anytime feel free to get in touch with me in any manner and i try to uh, personally respond as soon as possible right so thank you thank you so much sir thank you so much thank you kosh thank you
And that, ladies and gentlemen, was Mr. Chaitanya Puri wonderfully explaining to us what exactly does he mean by a bulletproof mindset and how exactly can we use the empowering beliefs to get better at whatever we do. If you have any suggestions, feedbacks, make sure you reach out to me. Also, remember to like, share, and follow the podcast. You can also watch this conversation on YouTube. Help me reach out to more and more people with these conversations because they add so much value to our lives. In the end, ladies and gentlemen, please take care of yourselves. Take care of your family. Stay strong. Stay safe. Thank you so much. I will see you next time.